an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey you, what are you doing over there? Just sitting on the bus or walking on the treadmill or sitting in a cubicle. Just trying desperately to get through some crappy computer work you don't want to be doing. Data entry. Oh, oh God. It's like brain diarrhea. But here we are, the Nerdist Podcast. We're going to bail you out. You know why? Because we love you so hard. We just love you so much. Oh my God, we love you so much. We just love you so much. But I love Go To My PC by Citrix a little bit more because they're sponsoring the Nerdist Podcast this week. Yay! Welcome back, guys. Uh, With Go To My PC, you can access your entire Mac or PC on your iPad or your iPhone. I mean, literally every file, everything you need. It's super convenient, super reliable. It's really easy to use. You can work on any program. You can save and edit, send any file from anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are, as long as you have your uh, smartphone or your iPhone or your iPad. So what you're going to want to do is go to my PC today. Uh, go to mypc.com, special 30-day free trial just for Nerdist listeners. You click the Try It Free button, then you enter the promo code NERDIST, and then you download the free app to your iPad or your iPhone, and then you have your computer wherever you are. Um, I travel a lot. It is an invaluable tool to be able to do that. That is go to mypc.com, try it free, enter the promo code NERDIST. And now this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, uh, this episode we recorded shockingly long time ago, uh, back in January, I think, and I'm not going to bore you with what happens or the ironically low tech that we have uh, when we record the podcast, but we record the show at E at the G4 building, and the, the radio studio that we use still works off of CDs. Uh, we don't own it, so we're not going to go in and try to outfit it with new equipment, uh, but the mics are so sweet. So we put stuff on CDs, and um, some, sometimes CDs get mismarked. And then I get these weird blank CDs, and then I'll be going through piles and be like, what is this CD? Oh, it's an episode that should have gone up months ago. So that's what happened to poor Billy Eichner, who, by the way, is phenomenally hilarious. Uh, If you haven't seen Billy on the Street, you should. Uh, It's the Funny or Die show. It's also on Fuse um, on Thursday nights. So uh, check him out, at Billy Eichner, E-I-C-H-N-E-R. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, And he was really great on the show. So here we are, the Nerdist Podcast number 211. Although it really should have been, like, 170. Uh, with the wonderful Billy Eichner. <laughs> sorry this went up later than it should have, Billy. I'm really sorry. I'm just beat myself up a little bit. Oh, ow. Oh, I'm punching myself. I'm punching myself in the fucking face. Stop laughing at me. Now entering... Nerdist.com Improve restaurants or bars. Hello, that seems to be working. Matt, how are you? Is this on? You are on now. Great, Mr. Eichner. He's always on. Hello. Good. Let's. Oh, I, 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 I know uh, the mic stand sort of broken. I don't know headphones? if we have any extra headphones. Here's a set of headphones over. Oh yeah. I don't oh, need no, them. Those are way broken. Forget it. I don't need them. Yeah, me. Can you either. hear me now? 
I can hear you. Now still? Yeah. I can yeah. Hear you. Okay. Yeah. You can sound... you hear me now? Can't. Okay, that's weird. So Problems. I'll stay away from the mic. Yep. <laughs> you might have to get a tad closer to the sure. mic. I'm so sorry. You have no, to just be on. These are. We can move it up. We can do lots of things with it. Maybe these are classic know, radio mics, Billy, awesome. where they DJs practically have to fillet the microphone to get that bassy tone. It's like Jack Parr. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like Jack Parr. Uh, he had to fillet the microphone. That's exactly. That classic they moment. That's actually yeah. why Carson took over. He was just doing that on the Tonight Show. It was the last uh, episode, just like uh, just blowing uh, microphones. Just forcing his own lodged, head down onto the microphone. in his throat. Well, those 60s microphones, those like long stick mics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I try to keep your mouth off those. The Barker? I dare you. I fucking dare you. Yeah, why would he still? The Barker. That's have, the we have microphone. lav mics. Nope, doesn't need it. All right. He puts a lav mic I use on a, a mic that's long... attached to the camera, too. You do, but that's... But that's part of a the choice. Price is Right is a multi-million dollar production. <laughs> that's true. You'd so, well, we are not. That's they for can, sure. Yeah, but there's that <laughs> yeah. certain kind of sound you get, that kind of blowing out sound. Yeah, I mean, that's... I started doing my YouTube videos, and literally that's what we could afford. We went to Radio Shack, and we yeah. got the cheapest mic, and it has to plug into the camera because it's cheap, and now we just use that even though we're still on... We're now we're on television. <laughs> First of all, it... please Fuse and Radio Shack are kind of... <laughs> yeah, they're both like... They're still there, huh? You can get pro... You get, you get your program... You can also get uh, some transistors. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why does Radio Shack still exist? <laughs> I'm going to go into Fuse and get a, uh, a male-to-female oh, adapter. Fuse is still on. Yep. A, a YY coax. Fuse is basically a male-to-female adapter. <laughs> hey, listen, I work at G4. I understand. No, I love Fuse. I seriously do. I just like making fun of them. It's fun. It's fun to me. I mean, you have I have to make I fun of your network. I do the same thing. I did the what same the thing at G4. What the fuck is that? What? It's, it's just a universal phone charger that I borrowed from G4. It's a little obscene. It is, but, you know, look, you got a micro USB port, a mini USB port, you got your iPhone okay. adapter right there. All right. Um, I'm glad so, we're talking about this. Should I review it? Yeah. You want to? Three out of five. Great. Thanks. Oh. Thanks for being That's here. Like live Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a TV show. I live give Yelp. this place yeah. two stars. Yeah. That's about what Fuse can afford, yeah. I think. Live, live Yelp, would Yelp. Just be, should be just called, here's what this asshole thinks. Yeah. And you're, you're right <laughs> yeah. out in front of it. Yeah. There's so I look for whatever for whatever it's worth. Yelp ha, does make me feel better it's sometimes. It's worth nothing. Yeah, but it makes me feel better that there is because let's be honest, the internet is society's complaint desk. So it's nice. I like using Yelp, particularly just to watch an episode of Kitchen Nightmares and then see if the restaurant's still around. Wow. Always, it's always never still around. You have a lot of time. I do. <laughs> I don't know where season, he finds time to do all this really? stuff. I mean, that takes Third a season yeah. of Kitchen yeah. Nightmares, zero of the restaurants are still open. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, Billy, let's talk about you instead of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, Unless exactly. you're a Kitchen Nightmares fan, in which case... I've never even been in a kitchen. All right, good. <laughs> um, Have you had a nightmare? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was too hot. I got out. <laughs> yeah. Where's your uh, wh- what's your ba- what is your background? Did you would you have a, an improv background? You know, I kind of do, but I started late in the game. I grew up in New York and I, you know, went to high school in Manhattan, so I was really like a New York kid, I guess. Uh, but I, you know, I considered myself like an actor. I was a child actor in New York. I went to auditions. I did that whole thing. I didn't do much, but I did. I wasn't a comedy when I was 12, I was really, really fat. I was like just a big, obese, fat, gay Jewish kid. Um, and <laughs> I stereotypical. Yeah, exactly. And I played John Goodman's son in a sketch on SNL when I was 13 because I looked like John That's Goodman. Awesome. Um, do you remember? This is going back was a while. King Ralph uh, when he hosted was King Ralph? What was he promoting? You know, it might have been King Ralph. Because he which, did you know, it, Or it was um, The Babe. The Babe. Yeah. The babe, yeah. When he played Babe Ruth, I think. And It was some sketch where he played. There was a judge at the time, like a real judge, who had impregnated all these women with his sperm without telling them. And so he had like 75 kids. Oh, yeah. Me and my 75 kids. Me and my 75 kids. Raising 75 kids isn't easy. Takes a (laughs) lot of sperm and a lot of heart. All the sperm in the world couldn't tear us apart. It takes more than sperm, it takes heart. So basically, so you remember I remember that. That That was a great sketch. It was, yeah. So the, the point of the sketch was that, I don't know if anyone wants to hear this, but the point of the sketch was that. The, the judge was sentenced to starring in a sitcom with all of his kids. Yeah, so all the kids. So yeah. It was like me and 19 other like fat, fat, sweaty, gross kids <laughs> playing this judge's children in this sketch with SNL. And Dana Carvey was in it. And I was like 12 or 13. I was like blown away, you know. And uh, so I thought of myself as an actor who did comedy. And I sang a lot. So I did some musicals. And then... 
I graduated, went to Northwestern, graduated, went back to New York and wasn't doing anything. And then that's when I went to UCB and started doing some stand-up and writing my own shows and then doing these videos which went on YouTube and now I have this weird TV show. Who are your uh, guys at UCB? Like, uh, Who are my teachers? Yeah, Paul Shear was one of my Paul teachers. Yeah. Who's in your grades? Anyone that's popped off lately? Uh, who were in in my classes? Uh, oh God, I don't think there's any like like big star. In so my you're class. doing yeah. the best. Well done. Yes, thank but you. Like, but but Aziz was performing at UCB a lot yeah, in those yeah. days. Like he, Kristen Shaw yep. and I yeah, went yeah. to Northwestern together, and her and Kurt uh, were performing like at the Pit in those days, and. Uh, the People's Improv Theater. People's Improv Theater, right, in New York. And so we were all coming up together. I was doing a live show called Creation Nation, which was like a live talk show that I hosted, like my version of Conan or whatever, but but live. And these men on the street videos we did as a segment in that show, we would toss to like one of these videos and it would be a three-minute video of me running around the street asking about celebrities and getting really frantic. And uh, that turned into this TV show that Funny or Die is producing on Fuse. That's mm. fantastic. And you're also doing a bunch of stuff with Conan, too. I am. I just did Conan for the first time, which was uh, crazy and also blew my mind. And then they called me, and now I'm going to cover the Super Bowl for Conan. Oh, that's awesome. Next weekend. So I'm going to Indianapolis for a bunch of days, and we're going into all kinds of... We're, we get into, like, the Playboy party and the Maxim party, and I'm gay, so it's really useless. <laughs> but, like, it'll be fun. Uh, Think and, of the snacks that'll be there. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, I'm excited. I, I like I like the game, and we're going to be on the field for the halftime show and tailgating and all kinds of crazy stuff. So is this exactly... Is this kind of... I mean, that really is sort of... That's really the... That's the modern-day dream of, like, hey, I'm funny. I'm just going to start making videos... Oh my God! Now I'm on Conan and I have my own show based yeah, on the videos I, mean, it didn't I made. Happen overnight, you know. I was making these videos in 2005. Oh, never mind then. And so, <laughs> no, I mean I'm not complaining at all. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, it still took took, took time. seven years. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> that is gross. No, I think that. No, no, no. I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> I think it's great. I, 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 I love that. I mean, again, you know, it's just that this this platform has just leveled the playing field. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I have this show. Only, I mean, it sounds silly, but I, whatever success I have is because of Facebook. Like, I posted my videos on Facebook, and that's where they were shared, you know, via YouTube. And uh, it, that's what it took to, like, show Hollywood that, like, <laughs> people liked me because I was a little bit out there and crazy and loud. And then all of a sudden I got, I, I didn't know anyone at Funny or Die. And one day about, I don't know, a year and a half ago, I, I got an email from Mike Farrow, who's the head of production yep. at yep. Funny or Die. Amazing, amazing dude. And he just said, I love what you're doing. If you're ever in L.A., come and talk to me if you have ideas. And I had this game show idea. And I went and I talked to him. And he gave me some money to sort of make a sample version of what that would be in terms of turning my videos into a game show. And, and it worked. But it took a guy like Mike to, like, find me. You know, and how's that? Did, did, and then the Funny or Die, did that really kind of blow shit up? After yeah, that? sure. I mean, I think Funny or Die, people love Funny or Die. Obviously, it's Will Ferrell and Adam McKay's company. And, you know, for for someone like me who was, you know, who is very kind of an oddball and loud and not necessarily like in the mainstream, like I think having Funny or Die say, hey, we like this guy. We think people will like this guy meant a, a, a lot, you know, and it's just. It's great to have their support, and they're amazing to work with. I mean, they're great guys. What was it? So what was it like? I mean, like when you were, you know, 12-year-old gay Jewish kid in New York. Mm -hmm. Fat gay Jewish kid. Oh, I'm sorry. Really yeah, fat. I left out that part. Um, did you, like, what? how did you, did you fit in at all with the other kids, or did you feel like, eh, because of comedy, I feel like I'm a little different than other kids? Um, I'm, I'm weird because I felt very different from other kids, but I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> like, I just kind of made everyone deal with me. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I guess because you're in one of the great things about growing up in New York is that you're not like on a farm somewhere. You know, everyone there, even if they hate Jewish people or fat people or gay people, they have to deal with you. You're like all on the subway <laughs> together. You know, you're, you're commuting together. You're going to movies together. You're just forced to deal with people. And I think in a weird way, I think that really led to what I do now on the street. Because I think you see so many different types of people on the show that I go up to. It's a ve I mean, it is New York. It's a very diverse group of people. And I think 
growing up like that just made me a little fearless in a way in terms of going up to anyone. Yeah, that is anything. that is a yeah. unique that is a unique comedy gene to have because I I don't I I always feel so bad like running up to people like oh, I'm so sorry we're just doing this thing like I can't I can I cannot run up to people like in sort of a, a heightened character mm-hmm. and then just run away. Right. I, I would always have I'm to stop not and sure apologize. How, how I do it, or I, it, it, I don't know. If you know me in real life, I'm actually very laid back. You know, like I don't know. I just thought the persona, sort of the comic persona I was doing, and this is kind of I don't know, boring and insidery, but the comic persona I was doing on stage in my live talk show was this over the top, very celebrity pop culture obsessed person who had a love-hate relationship with his own obsession with pop culture not to get too heady about it and i just liked taking that outside um the original idea for the videos is this boring no No, it's fascinating because i think it's a very i think it's a very hard character to do because the fine line that you walk is it's either hilarious or it's it's like horrible and annoying right and you you managed to do it and it's funny but you could, you know, where you can run up to a woman and she was like, I'm getting married next weekend. Oh, fuck you. And then right. what? Like, uh, that. But honestly, though, fuck her. Like, <laughs> who the fuck cares? I'm so sick of people getting married and telling me about it. Like, straight gay. I don't care. Just shut the fuck up and don't make me go to your goddamn destination wedding. Oh, you know, yeah. Always yeah. the worst fucking thing. Like, I'm going to spend my money on going to the islands to hang out with your parents. Hey, that's exactly what I had to fucking do. It's the fucking. It's no the one worst. was happy. No one enjoyed no it. No one is happy. That's not a vacation. No. You know, like, most people can only afford one vacation a year and you're going to make them spend money on the fact that you met someone that is going to dump you in a few years like <laughs> it's really you. it's really giving them a chore to say like we're going to get married in uh you know wherever and in, in the yeah. cayman islands yeah and I it's go, like oh, and just nice. like what i talk when i talk to people the same thing i had to do it's like you're like oh jamaica that's gonna be cool i'm really gonna try and see if i can take at least a little bit of the culture and try and see what in this place i've never been to before but no you fucking get there and you're shuttled over to a fucking resort that could be anywhere in the fucking world and it doesn't doesn't matter where oh, you yeah, are. Oh, yeah, because you're in this insulated resort yeah. thing, so and you're it's just not... Seeing, and you're just seeing white people everywhere. What's the fucking difference? Why'd you go to another country? Exactly. And then you have to bring a gift on top of it. <laughs> I want to see what white people look like in a different climate. No, oh, they still look the same. A little, sweatier, just a little more red. Sweatier. They're a little sweatier. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry to go off on wet. No, sorry, please. I just, I just had to do that. I mm. just, I, you know, I got an invite, and they, if they hear this, they're going to hate me, but I got an invite from some... You know, fucking gay couple inviting me to this island wedding. I literally don't know them. I met them at a club once, like three years ago. Now they're inviting me to Jamaica or some horrible island. That's where I had to go. Leave me out of it. Yeah. I I get excited every time. Like, it's like someone's like, oh, we're getting married. I go, huh? And they're like, it's in downtown LA. I go, fuck yeah. Because that's just a party. Then you're just going to a party. That's how I feel about weddings in New York. Like, I'm happy to go to a wedding in Manhattan. I am not going to Queens or Brooklyn or Jamaica. The, be- the, be- the best, the best, the best wedding. Lens. The best wedding. When you get the invite, when you get a wedding invite, you do have that like, oh, like you get a little like diarrhea yeah. cramping. Oh, I have to go sit in a thing and watch it. It's gonna be long, and it's you know, mm. and because uh, I, you know, I'm completely Still narcissistic. But uh, but I have but I have I have some friends who did the best thing ever. Where they were together for a long time. They invited everyone to their wedding, which was at their house uh, uh, here in L.A. And when you showed up. They walked out once everyone got there and goes, and they go, hey, um, we just got married a couple days ago, so this is just a big party. Everyone that have fun. Awesome. No ceremony, no nothing. It was yeah. just a fucking party. That's that's yeah. a story that uh, Steve Martin, the well, last time he got married, he had like a big dinner party, and then in the middle of the dinner party, he's like, hey, just let everybody know, uh, we just got married. Boy, uh, I got a name drop Steve Martin. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a story I read, Billy. <laughs> oh, you got a name drop? Let me drop. tell you about my good buddy, Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> you're, uh, you got a name um, drop that you're a reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. You know what? So some of us can't read here. Fucking yeah, yeah. great for you. It was it was People Magazine. It's not really reading. <laughs> Have you ever done the crossword in like People or Us Magazine? Like if you're on a plane and someone leaves it in the thing and you open or it you up. you bought it. No, <laughs> no what are you? What are you? What are you talking about? Yeah, when you buy all your magazines. <laughs> it's just, but they're literally just the worst fuck. It's like yeah. a tiny grid of maybe like 10 blocks. And yeah. it'll be like, Siskel and Ebert blank the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At. Yeah. And then everything Yay, else is just I'm Madonna. Smart. All the other answers are Madonna. Yeah. R.I.P. Siskel, by the way. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. And, and yes. And, and They've been Gene, on for a while. Yeah. Sometimes and, I go on the internet and I'll, again, Gene's I have a lot of time. 
uh, YouTube reviews of like Back to the Future. So do that they I. Do. You do really? I have watched the Glenn Eber reviews on YouTube. You watch one and you have to watch yeah. like fifty. And then I'm like watching Star them review like The Empire Strikes Back because yeah. they've been on forever. Yeah, and I know. I no, I know. Roger, Roger's not dead, but he just had the thing. Yes, RP his Ebert voice. Is not dead. Yeah. he might. RP well. his yeah. voice. Guys, oh, he's around. Hey. Nope, nope. Oh, nope. Good. I got his memoir for Christmas. How was it? Uh, first part's really red. <laughs> really rud. Thanks, Rude. Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, Mr. Carruthers, the head of the, he's, you know what, he's probably under. He's got a mask on. Rut row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like Sudoku? <laughs> Sudoku? <laughs> you know, I've never played Sudoku. It's not a, you know, it's it, it's, it's number puzzle. It doesn't make me feel smart, tell you that. What, just like Indiana plays it on her iPad and I look it at hard? it again. Yeah, no, and like once you figure math. out the patterns. Yeah, once you figure out the it's patterns. Math and I don't like math. It's not math. Ish. It sort of is. I like playing words with black friends. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Word. There you go. Word with friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I like playing black words with friends. It gets really racist. <laughs> I like uh, I like playing serious black words with friends. It's just all Harry Potter words. <laughs> and I play with 12-year-old girls. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Just their, someone isolate that, please? On their ice pads. Mm. Just the I play with 12-year-old girls. And I just, really let's... wish you wouldn't do no, that. Please, I please want my don't do my that. I'll give you another ringtone. <laughs> I'll give you a ringtone. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Fuck yourself, Matt Myra. Oh, I'll take it. Um, uh, do, are you techie at all? Do you do you play with? I have a computer. Nice. <laughs> That's as far as that. Do goes. you edit all your own stuff? I I don't actually press the buttons, but I I'm in the room for everything, and I oversee all the editing. Yeah, what I was telling him earlier is that the editing on his show is something that Deanna also pointed out. It just is is spot on. It's perfect. It just it, oh, the way you. it moves, the way it you like hits the angles. The cameraman also. Really on their game, yeah. Which, which is, I imagine, just so hectic. Just the it running. Is, and honestly, the... there's a whole show to be made about the making of Billy on the Street because what goes on? What Bravo, you see Bravo on... show. What was that? That's a Bravo show. Oh uh, yeah, uh, what happens to Billy live? <laughs> that um, I'm kidding. I love Bravo. Hi, Andy Cohen. Um, I. What was I going to say? <laughs> Recently on an episode, that guy said uh, we got a question from Mary from La Calife. L.A. California. No. <laughs> yeah, yes. no. We showed it on the suit. <laughs> that is amazing. And Tracy from La Calife. That's amazing. I'm doing that show in a few weeks. I'm oh, really? Watch, Watch what, what happens. happens. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You see, Ray, see, you see Ray Fiennes on there? Yeah. Creepily freeballing in some pajamas. What? Yeah. Very strange. Ray Fiennes has been on that show a couple of times. It's odd. I mean, I love Ray Fiennes. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but... I do too, but I'm just not sure his career supports the level of eccentricity that he has. Yes, exactly. Like if it were Nicholson, I'd be like, yeah. of course. Yes. Right. I mean, Ray Fiennes is a you fucked cocaine. You get to do whatever you want. You're crazy. <laughs> He's a good actor, but I I don't think he gets to go on shows in pajamas. I'm, well, it's a pajama show. Oh, okay. but like he revealed that he wasn't wearing underwear underneath oh, well, the pajamas. Fine. No, that's But then fine. got real like <laughs> like got really creepy about Maggie it. Maggie Smith doesn't wear underwear either. Sweet. Talk about Downton Abbey. Huh? Yeah, huh? <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. I'll D go downtown on on Maggie Smith. I heard there's I heard there's hardwood floors down there, you guys. I ho what the uh, what the hell were we talking about? We were talking about how well your show is edited, and, and I think, you know, with anyone who kind of sets off on their own to do a thing, which you did, mm. it is tremendously helpful that every party involved has the same vision for the thing that you're making. Oh, yeah. And you have to, it's it's a little bit of a dice roll, because you don't know if the camera guy is going to be good or if the editor is going to get comedy mm. or anything. Yeah, it, it's hard, and, you know... I have to say, like, you know, I love making fun of Fuse, but they have been incredibly supportive, you know, from the beginning in terms of just sort of realizing that I've been doing this for years online and not trying to tamper with it. Yeah. And, and letting me they've they've let me have like a crazy amount of creative control <laughs> over the show. So I'm very grateful. So to is, them it, for that. is it Funny or Die, the production company, or is it uh, Gary Sanchez? Funny or Die. OK. Yeah. Funny or Dies, the, the and production. And how, in, how involved are they creatively? Are they just supplying the production? I edit the show at Funny or Die. Okay. Yeah, so we shoot in New York, and then I've been out here the past few months at the Funny or Die offices slash studio in L.A., which is the first floor of a building on which in which Gary Sanchez is the second floor. 
four. Yes. So they're very close together. But Mike Farah, uh, who runs, the, who is the head of production at Funny or Die, is one of the exec producers on the show. And my office is right next to his. I'll call him in and say, hey, look at this. Is this funny? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> and just all that. And, and Funny or Die is great because... First of all, it's a crazy place to work. Well, everyone's fucking nice. Like, it's everyone's shockingly cool and just... And so happy to be working and working long hours. Like, you know, they have a lot of, like, college interns and people new to the business and new to L.A. And it's incredibly an incredibly supportive environment. These kids are so happy yeah. to be there. I'm happy to be there. And then you walk in and it's funny or die. You know, their they're, they're sort of bread and butter is celebrity videos. And you never know who's going to show up. So the other day... I came back and all of a sudden there was a bed in front of my office and a young African-American girl sleeping in it. And I went to one of the guys who works and I said, who is this young black girl sleeping outside my office? And they said, oh, that's Mike Tyson's daughter. And Mike Tyson was around the corner from my office in full drag doing a Tyler Perry. (laughs) That sounds awesome. And then the next, and you heard that like, you know, girlish Mike Tyson voice. Then he walks out in like full drag and his daughter's sleeping there. The whole, it's so surreal. And the next day I got there and I was like, what's that big truck in the, in the parking lot? And they were like, oh, Nickelback is here. You know, it's just like a surreal. Funny or Die has really managed to do some. I mean, like when when Funny or Die, even though it's only been a few years ago, but when they they came about of all those all those so many huge companies were like, we're gonna make a comedy video yeah, website, like super, super deluxe. deluxe, and I think Sony did one. Like there were a yeah, handful right. of companies that launched their comedy web channels right and all of them are gone like except crackle they crackle all have these names i think crack might still be crackle still Crackle's around yeah. as a and site i don't think as a video content yeah. creator and same with adam where it just kind of became comedy, comedy central's like yeah, thing exactly. as opposed to its own college humor still around but funnier die is really funnier die was really one of the ones that was like oh shit yeah. they actually they actually did it right and they have they have it yeah. down but college humor makes a lot of their money off of uh, their t-shirt sales and stuff like that oh. like they have their busted tees i think is or snork oh, tees is them wow. and they like it's like a lot of mm-hmm. income comes from that stuff and just like funnier die was, always, it's those uh it's those videos they do uh with uh like you know as sponsored videos yeah, they're branded videos yeah. not, not to uh you know i don't want to i don't want to take us back too far in the uh, internet time machine but mm. i did uh, I did friend the Snorg T-shirt girl on MySpace. Really? Once. Yeah, it's wow. whatever. I mean, so I don't mean to name drop. I'm more of a busted T girl <laughs> kind of guy, but you know, we Which all. Which one stole faster or not? I don't know. Actually, it was one of those two. One of those yeah. two did. Uh, but like, yeah, Funny or Die has a great community of where they're just making, the, they're doing their celebrity videos to get attention, and then they get the deals to, for the sponsored videos. But then they let the guy who's working there do whatever they want. So yeah. they got guys like Danny uh, Jelinek. Uh, doing just like the weirdest, most like visually stunning stuff, and you got Scott Gardner doing tiny puppets and all that weird, Absolutely. awesome like, stuff that he does. History is huge. I just yeah. did. I just did Clip Cup. Oh, oh yeah, you did with those. Cup. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. So amazing. Those yeah, guys yeah. were fucking great. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys. Those guys are great. Eric Appel did stuff. Eric Appel was there for now. Now he's off doing you know TV and movies. I mean, it really is a. It's like that place is just is a nesting ground for. The future stars yeah. of yeah, you know, yeah. like it's kind of like what SNL is on TV. Um, yeah, but it just but more people have access to it. Right. Yeah. You know. Did you uh, take classes with Appel? With Appel? Yeah. Were you guys no, around the same time? I or? never took classes with him. No. Who were my? Well, we said Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Rob Hubble was at UCB a lot in those days. Uh, Michael Delaney. Mike Delaney. Yeah. Uh, Sean Conroy. Sean. He's Sean Conroy's great. Love Sean. He was my first teacher, my first improv teacher ever. Nice. Sean's great. And a yeah. f- fantastic stand-up, too. Yeah. Sean Conroy. We did super... You can do all the NPR voices very well. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> so do you want to do more live stuff, or is it, are you more focused on doing TV? Or do I you want to do film? Do you want to be an actor? What do you want to do? Yeah, no. I, uh, I just... I just want to do fucking porn, like crazy amounts of porn. <laughs> that you could. <laughs> yeah. I could. What, that'd be really funny if you started this whole YouTube channel, but you still couldn't understand how you could just go do porn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I... this was a launching pad. <laughs> like, getting fucked on camera. I thought I was making videos on YouPorn. That's yeah. where, that's where yeah. I thought I was that's making That's where, like, most of the original Billy on the Street stuff is on YouPorn right now. I just uploaded it weirdly. <laughs> I was on Xtube last night, and... Uh, there's this eggplant thing you gotta see. Oh, that's what great! Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what was happening in this video. I wasn't watching because I was turned on. I was just, I saw like eggplant, and I was like, I'll check that out. <laughs> and then something crazy was happening with it. Can you? 
It just went it? everywhere. <laughs> the, 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 eggplant, the eggplant did? Yeah. Was that it, eggplant was put in a lot of. Was places. it like in the? Yeah. It was like in the old Bugs Bunny cartoons where it comes back with all the country stickers all over it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just been, been all I was over like, the place. I hope this guy's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> There's an eggplant in his asshole. Just, <laughs> just hanging out. Well, I guess. Mm. I don't. Uh, Sorry, I just took a weird. This guy's turn. got an eggplant up his ass, though. No, it actually hasn't taken a weird turn. Okay. I'm so mm. totally comfortable and fascinated by okay. by this. Yeah. I wasn't into it, just for the record. All right, duly noted. <laughs> Court reporter, could you read that back? Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I was not into it for the record. All right, good. We have that on. We have that on. File. I remember it differently, but carry on. <laughs> well, when we put up the so podcast, Billy Eichner, who is fascinated by eggplant assing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eggplant assing. That's I don't know what else. Eggplanting. Too. Egg planting. Plant Egg planting. Um, what was I going to say? So what do I want to do? Yeah, well, um, we were just picked up for a second season. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. So we're going to go back to New York and shoot that. And, you know, this show takes up a lot of my time, but, you know, I, I would like to do other things. I Like I said, I, I started off as an actor. I'd like to get back into that in some fashion just to take a break from <laughs> screaming at people on the street. And maybe a talk show. I, I'm a huge, uh, I don't know if you guys know her, but you should. You probably know her, Julie Klausner. Yeah. Uh, who wrote a book called I Don't Care About Your Band. She has a very she good podcast, podcast, How Was Your Week? Called How Was oh, Your yes, Week. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. yes, of course. She's brilliant. She was part of the creative team that works on, is part of it, that works on Billy on the Street. And I don't know, working on a talk show idea with her that we would co host together, maybe. Perhaps. That sounds awesome. Um, we're very similar, Julie and I. You should check her out on Twitter and everything. She's genius. She has good uh, Real Housewife uh, recaps. She did the Real Housewives recaps for New York Magazine for Vulture. She's really, really funny. So we'll see about that, and uh, you know, we'll see what else happens. I, I don't know. I just it's 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 I don't know. We'll see. Is it weird or or bizarre or scary to when you know when you're used to doing your show for no money mm -hmm. when someone's like here's money. Like, how do you how do you well, spend it, or how do you not spend it, or how do you keep the show? I love it. I love money. <laughs> it's great. Uh, no, I. It is interesting that all of a sudden this thing, which used to cost me two hundred and fifty dollars, now doesn't look that different, but has to cost a lot more money. Right. Uh, which is kind of fascinating, and just because you're on TV and certain things have to happen. Um, yeah. Why do I, we need this guy? I'm like, I had one camera before, and no PAs, and everyone liked it. But, you know, now, and look, it's great. I mean, I'm certainly not complaining. It just, it does complicate the process. You know, um, but also it's nice that I can have health insurance. So it's a win-win. But now those people have to sign releases that you have on. They do have to sign releases for the TV show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that is a funny process to Is there just a PA that sticks behind? We have like 10 PAs that chase after the people after I run at, run away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and But, you know, it's New York, and you'd be surprised. Like, 9 out of 10 people sign the release. Even when I get angry at them or something crazy happens, they just... They get it. New Yorkers are, like, really savvy. And it's not a hidden camera show. You know, it's not yeah. like it's punked, you know. They see two cameras and a crew of people coming after them, and they can walk away. You know, I don't mm. run after people. I don't want anyone on the show who doesn't want to be on the show. Yeah, so, that was on when we were doing a Andy Milnaka show. There was, uh, there's like, you know, there was, we used a lot of man on the street stuff, mm -hmm. and it was always surprising that people just, like, people that you would never think would just be totally cool with it. It was like, yeah, I'll, t I'll talk to you, or just be down. Or, uh, but there was, there was times where Andy would do a prank in his apartment, and a guy would see a camera and then freak out. Like we had, he was like, uh, we had Chinese food delivered and Andy was like making it like it was a bank transaction mm -hmm. and the guy freaked out and then ran and a PA had to run, get on a bike and follow the guy back to the Chinese restaurant who then hid in the back and he had to talk to the owners of the restaurant wow. saying, it's going to be okay and you just got to, just got to sign this. It's going to be yeah, all right. That's what you got to do. We've had a couple of things like that where you had to go back and find the people yeah. later. Um, <laughs> are, so are, when you go to the, uh, when you go to the Super Bowl though, you're going to have a little bit, that's going to be like super official because it'll be for, it'll be with Conan. Do you give a fuck about football at all? Uh, I don't mind it. I'm not against it in any way. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm glad the Giants are in because I'm a New Yorker. So that'll be fun. But uh, ultimately for me, and, you know, it for me it comes down, I like the spectacle of it. I can't say I really care about who wins, but the Super Bowl is a huge pop culture moment. So with the halftime show and all these parties, they sent me a list of the parties that you were going to, and it's just... For some Drake performs at anything, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I was just in Sundance with the Funnier Die guys because they had the Tim and Eric movie premiere, which is an awesome movie, by the way, um, if you like Tim and Eric. I loved it. Um, but 
Drake performed at every damn party. And now I saw the list of Super Bowl parties and it's like, Drake! And it's like, Drake is performing. So they have all, so many people come to perform and Carmen Electra hosts the party. I don't know what she does anymore, but she's going to be at the Super Bowl. Um, so I like talking to those people. And I'll go up to Carmen Electra and say, what do you do? Like, what do you do <laughs> during the, the day? Wall. That's what she does. She what? hit the wall. What's that? Carmen Electra hit the wall. Bad. I, I don't know what that means. She's no longer attractive. Oh, really? It was a very fast thing that happened. Oh. I think it happened in 2003. Uh, I have no comment. Mm, oh. I know you don't. You shouldn't have a comment. That's oh, just me. sorry. Do you know her? <laughs> yeah, I did a show with her in the 90s. Oh, I'm sorry. When you were probably in elementary school. I don't mind her as a person. Oh, I don't care. I haven't talked to her since 95. All right, fuck her then. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember her as being very sweet. I'm sure she's very nice. I'm just... I, I am legit... I am... Very interested by entertainment correspondence. There is this weird stratum More so than I am by celebrities. Almost, I rather I I want like an hour long sit down interview with Nancy O'Dell. Sure, <laughs> that's what I want. I want to find out like what makes her tick. What makes Laura Spencer tick? Well, there's a whole there's a whole stratum of people. I mean, at least you know Nancy has a job. Like, but but there are people that you see pop up and you're like, what do you, what is it? Why are you in this magazine uh-huh. doing stuff? I don't know what, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a publicist trick or what it is. Yeah, it's just like a lot of British gay guys running around for like Access Hollywood. <laughs> I'm like, what are you yeah. do? Who's that British gay guy again? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But I'm fascinated by them. Yeah, I like hearing, I just like, I think celebrity is just a fascinating, funny thing and, and people trying to hold on to it is always very compelling. Yeah. As I'm sure I'll have to do in a year or two. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Do you think, because it'll, do you think you'll, as you start to get to know more people, do you think that'll take some of the edge off, or do you feel like you'll still be able to, you know, fuck with people? No, I think I'll be able to fuck with people. I mean, Cash Cab, they don't, he doesn't fuck with people, but part of the conceit of that show is that people are surprised, you know, whether they are secretly or not. I don't know from what I hear, but, you know, but that is part of that show, and that's been good. They air like every day, four episodes a day, and. You know, I think, you know, it's also New York. There's a constant influx of people. You'd be shocked by the amount of people that I go up to who say, I don't own a TV. Right. I mean, it's New York. People are on their own wavelength. They might be media obsessed, but they read like the New Yorker, you know, as opposed to like sitting home and watching Jersey Shore. So they have no idea who I am or what Funnier Dyers or what Fuse is, certainly. And, um... (laughs) So I think I think we'll be able to keep it going. I think we'll go to other cities. You know, I think we'll hit up Vegas and South Beach and London. And, you know, if we get, you know, if we're around that long, I definitely think there are ways to keep it fresh. Um, but, uh, yeah. You're you know. one of those guys that could pretty quickly, even though you've been doing this since 2005, mm-hmm. but you could pretty quickly be a, a pretty substantial fixture in pop culture. Like you could you could pop like that. And all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, Billy's, you know, Billy's everywhere. Because you, you, you have the sort of right personality. You just, if you, if you catch on the right platform, and maybe it's doing stuff with Conan, or maybe it's another show of your own or something, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner's doing this. Right. You know? I hope so. I mean, that's very nice of you to say. Um, what would you do if you could do anything? If Holly, the president of Hollywood said, Billy, it's the president of Hollywood. What would you like to do? I'd ask Carmen Electra what she does every day. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing today, Carmen? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What are you doing today? If I could do anything, wow. Because you might get that choice pretty soon where they'll I go. I don't know about that. You might. What would you do? You have a lot going on. I'm doing a lot of the stuff I want to do. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, what would I do? I like this talk show idea. Um, I've always been fascinated. I've always loved talk shows. Like when I was a kid, I, 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 I always went to bed very late for some reason, even, even like in elementary school. My mm-hmm. parents just let me do whatever, yeah, me whatever too. the hell I want to do. Yep. And I would watch Letterman on NBC at, at 1230, yep. like when I was eight. And, and, and I love all kinds of talk shows. Like I love The View still. And like I just like live or semi-live TV. I love Andy Cohen's show, you know? And I love Andy's show more than I actually like a lot of the Bravo shows. But I like live chatting. I don't know why. I like... It's the same reason I think I I like Twitter, because it's like unfiltered talk, in a way. Like, people aren't talking through their publicists. And I just like talk shows. So I'm excited about whether it's by myself or with Julia or someone, you know, I I like that idea. Um... I was always, I'm doing a video for, 
think this is happening. I'm doing a video for with Funny or, Funny or Die is doing a series of Oscar promos mm-hmm. for the Oscars, mainly for online. I don't know if they're going to be on TV or not. Uh, not for the award show itself, I don't think. But I, I'm doing a Man on the Street video. I'm going back to New York to do one about the Oscars for the Oscars.com or whatever that is. And that's pretty dreamy. I was always like crazily obsessed with award shows as a kid. Like I would make my parents go out and buy me Oak Tag and I would make charts about the nominees. <laughs> I was an only child, so my parents were my only friends. Yep. And so I would force my parents to also make posters and with their predictions. And they're like not, they were not showbiz people at all. I mean, they were very supportive of me, but they fed into my obsession with pop culture, I guess, just because it's what I liked. And I would just sit and like eat Cheetos and make posters about the Oscar nominees. I don't know. <laughs> Really crazy. It's like another level of gay that the world is not prepared for. I don't know what that is. It's not even gay. I don't know what it is. It's, you gotta let them like, know. No, they yeah. are not ready. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm like the Jeffrey Dahmer of celebrity. He's just gonna come out after you. You've, you've yeah. yeah. We don't. We're we're ashamed to tell anyone about you. What that I'm gay? No, about your Oscar trees. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it was. Um, so I don't know. So so the fact that I'm like working with the Oscars now is is crazy to me that 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 world felt so far away when I was a kid you know like you would sit and watch TV and be like wow that's happening like on another planet like you know what I mean and now you're doing it and it just feels like no this is just a job that I have that I do I'm like oh they're actually kind of weird to work with like (laughs) you know I'm like no I'm just kidding they're all very nice this is when this is when I start to lose jobs um but no now I'm like oh well Okay, yeah, 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 I don't know. I'm not making much sense, but... Would you ever want to, like, host the Oscars? Yes. You would. Yeah, I think that might... That's what I was going to say, like, what would be the ultimate thing you want to do? You know, just, I mean, based on, like, what my childhood dreams were, that was pretty high up there. But I also wanted to, like, fuck a lot of people, so... (laughs) How's that going? That's a dream, too. That's not going that well. (laughs) Uh, You're going to get too busy with what... Like, the thing that you think is going to help you fuck a lot of people, you're going to be too busy doing that to fuck a lot of people. Yeah, no, totally. How's that working out for you? I'm not... I don't do that. I'm just not a good dater. Right. Do you date anyone now? Are you dating anyone? Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing someone. But I just don't... I, I can't... I, I just can't. He's good at dating, but not. I'm not good at dating. I just can't date either. multiple people. He's I don't know. I just guy. I just feel weird, oh. like going out with someone and the next night being like, "Hey, you're the lady tonight." No, well, that's good. Like I just I don't know what it is. I have friends no, that do that. Guy. That means you're a good guy. I have friends or, that do, and like, I, I have friends that like are good guys, but like they're just kind of like they're just kind of seeing different girls, and he's not saying he's dedicated to them. But I can't. I don't think I could keep up with that many people. That many people's bullshit stories and lives. To be able to focus on multiple well, things. Well, most people are so stupid. But <laughs> most like, no, seriously, like this is what I've, uh, this is what I've learned over the years. Like I'm always shocked. You know, I grew up and I had really smart friends, and I just assumed that everyone was like that. And now I realize how dumb. Like the worst thing is to be on a date with like a, a fucking idiot. And most people are fucking idiots with no self awareness. Yeah, and that's the worst. And then they make me go to their goddamn destination wedding. No, <laughs> I remember. Christ. I remember being a, on a date. It was like the, like I was just ter- seeing different girls, and I uh, I went on, and I was so I didn't know why I went because I didn't want to, but I just felt I had to because I was single. And I literally, when I was like, <sighs> "So where are you from?" Like it's just, I was fucking over just asking or finding out with. or caring about anything yeah. about the other person. Are dudes tough to deal with, dating wise? Uh. You know, I find it remarkable. I have a lot, like, a lot of my close friends are straight guys, you know, because I went to theater school, so we're all together. Yeah. But uh, I hear their stories about dating girls. It is exactly the same. Except like, that you could, like, date somebody and then punch them in the face, and it's okay. Oh, because right? we're guys? Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of gay I, guys, like, like that. That's know. a thing. But but <laughs> it's like, uh, no, it, it's remarkably similar. Like, it, the experiences that straight guys have and girls have and gay guys have, it's all the same. Like, people are stupid and irritating. <laughs> and, and have baggage. Have deal, but we all want to, like, fuck anyway and, like, we have to, and love people and I, I don't know. It's not what I was expecting to talk about, but we can talk about it. No, I just, I think it's, I mean, I, you know, I just think it's, I'm interested. I'm just interested. Our in gay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, oh God, I get in trouble with like gay press, but like, you know, uh, 
I think the cliches about gay guys are, are not, everyone's like, they're so smart and funny and brilliant, and that's just not true. Like, I can tell you, there are some gay guys who are stupid as shit. Like, they might have a good job and, like, be wearing a nice sweater, but they are so self-obsessed. Like, just, like, and shallow. Not everyone, you know, a lot of them are great, but they're not all Tim Gunn, I can tell you that much. Oh, Tim Gunn. Did you hear about Tim Gunn? No, what happened to Tim Gunn? Tim Gunn, he's on that show, The Chew or something, on ABC. I don't know, one of those weird new This actually was on TV, just, yeah, it's right, it's on right now. It's on right now, it's on your that's the chew. That's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, and Michael Simon, the Iron Chef, hosts this program. It's very strange. What's the chew? The I chew was watching it like, yesterday. It, it, you know how they they canceled all the soap operas, right? And this is the chew, and people come on, and I think it's like a talk show, but we talk about food. So, oh, That's so, exactly what it so is. So the so basically, it's a sort of a double entendre, like chew, like eat food, but yeah, chew, like chew, chew the fat. The fat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And oh, like, I was that hurts it. It my stomach. On, yeah, it was on a couple days ago when we were doing a podcast in here, and it was just so weird because I turned to my right, and Michael Simon was cooking something. It was vegetable day, and and Mario Batali was eating something blindfolded. Oh, it was so what, what about wrong. Tim Gunn, though? Tim Gunn said, I, he, he's, I think, a correspondent on The Chew. And um, he said on TV a few days ago that he hasn't had sex in 29 years. Whoa! Seriously. Well, he's busy. Wow. Tim, make it work! I know, make it squirt is more <laughs> like it. I mean, Jesus. Um, hi-ho! 29 years. 29 years, and they asked him why, and he said because he had some, like... That guy's been gay for a real long time. And, you know, he ha- I guess he had a boyfriend or something way back when, like 30 years ago. And he said he could never really get over that guy. And that that guy dumped him because Tim was so shy about sex. And because they had someone on who was saying, you know, people need to have more sex. And it, it contributes to making your life better. And it makes you happier. You can't go without sex. Blah, 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 blah. And Tim was like, that's not true. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, he was like, I'm very happy. And I haven't had sex in 30 Do you think that years. doesn't count like HJs or? Or anything like that, or does he mean like the actual uh, penetrating another human being? I don't Emotionally? know. Emotionally, Tim Gunn yeah. counts as sexual activity, <laughs> um, but I think he meant pretty much everything penis related. Whoa! I swear, hmm. and ass related. My roommates are gay, and I've never heard them having sex. And our rooms are right next to each other. But every night, you have the glass up against the wall, Listen, waiting to hear it. I, I expect to hear something. something. Also, also that like, might they just might be considerate roommates. No, 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 they don't need right? to be. Sometimes I don't know I'm home. I would expect to hear something, but they're like the hunt for Red October. They're rigged for silence. I heard gay sex once. It was it was unusually aggressive. I was I was staying I was doing a show in San Francisco and I was staying at a hotel and the walls were very thin. And I I heard like I heard like the creaking of like the bed and I heard one guy like, Oh yeah, fuck it. And the other guy was like, I'm not fucking gonna like they were I didn't it was fascinating. It was so aggressive. I just I just like fucking fuck it. Like it was like just a lot of, you know, I'm not saying that's all gay sex, but that was the gay sex that I heard. That and an eggplant, apparently. Um, what what was the eggplant saying? We we should turn this off. I'm very distracted by it. Because they just Um, they just gave away a thousand dollars to a woman. If Tim Gunn is out there, I just want to say I will have sex with you. Tim Gunn, you have an offer from Billy Eichner. Yeah, who as long will, as we can film well, You're probably just scared him it. by saying it's all really rough. That's yeah. probably what's scaring him. What was that? Maybe we, that's scaring him because you're saying all gay sex is rough. I don't know. What, what does Tim Gunn consider He rough? seems very fragile. He does seem. He's a gentle man. Yeah. He's a gentle man that needs some dick. But you want... <laughs> Ditto. You yeah, want him don't to bury the lead. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I want him to be like my mom dad. Like I just want him to. <laughs> he is a mom dad. That's what I want from he's him. Mr. Mom. He's Mr. Mom he dad. He's Mr. Mom. By the way, where's Michael Keaton? I you know he's he on Twitter. Great. I see him on Twitter. He he, he was great in, in um, the other guys. In the he other was guys, hilarious. Oh, he was terrific in that. And I don't want no scripts. He did that Thirty Rock that was pretty good, oh, where okay. he was the janitor. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. good. I, I mean, you're, you're I, talking I about. Yeah, I think he's right for a good comeback. He needs a real comeback. Though. Someone yeah. need. I mean, that guy was. I worshipped him in, in the 80s, yeah. like too. going back to Night Shift and just like so Gung Ho. Gung Ho. Jesus. Is Gung Ho yeah. on Blu-ray? And I did love Gung Mr. Ho Mom. Is, Gung Ho is streaming on Netflix. I know this. Is because, that true? Yeah, because I had to have, when I was reviewing the Kindle Fire on Attack of the Show, I had to have a note with Legal about whether or not I could show Gung Ho. They were like, you can if you make critical commentary about Gung Ho. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. he just said, here's Gung Ho. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> well, that's the weird thing about fair use is that you they get you know you can get around it if if you're categorized as a news information program. Yeah. And so that's we would right. come up against yeah. that on WebSoup all the time. We would have to we couldn't just show a video. You get a week to show it. And then you would have to license it. And there was all that weird. But you'd have to be like, like the guy in this orange shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You would just have to. Yeah. You would just have to point out something. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was always just, yeah. That is funny. Yeah. To just make like it this work. portly gentleman in an orange parka. Yeah. Is yeah. about to find that out with his as, glasses on. That counts as news. Yeah. Well, why are you not doing stuff at E? Or why do you not? Do you ever do Chelsea's show? I, or? You know, I've never done Chelsea's show, and I, I want to do it, and they don't ask me. You should really be on. I know. That's like. I, that's what I, for years before I got my own show, I, I kept calling people. I was like, how do I get on Chelsea's show? Like, I, I love Chelsea. I have friends who do the show. When I was on Conan a few weeks ago, she was it, was, it was funny. It was a nice moment because for years I've like wanted to be on her show and she was like the main guest and I was the second guest. And so that was cool. Um, and I went up to her in the dressing room and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm the second guest on the show tonight. My name is Billy. I'm a huge fan of yours. And she said, hi. <laughs> and so there's that. That's about right. So, but I, really? I like she her. Seems I would so love warm. to be on Chelsea's show. I did uh, the Fashion Police show. I'm, uh, Joan Rivers has been a, a big fan of mine. She's actually. Did you do that last my, night? Huh? Was that last night? No, no, no. no. I did yeah. it before, like a year and a half ago, when it first started. Um, I did a Men on the Street video for like for Fashion Police and. Uh, e News Daily used to steal my videos from YouTube and show them without my permission. So, so technically, nice. so I have been on E. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, much to my surprise, and they got the ad revenue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In no well, official capacity. Uh, and Joan is actually—I uh, love Joan Rivers—and she's actually on Billy on the Street uh, tonight. Actually, oh, that's oh, fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, she. We do this thing. We play the main game on Billy on the Street. Is this three-round multiple-choice game where the first two rounds of trivia are factual pop culture questions and if people make it to the third round the third round is subjective okay so whether or not people win depends on whether they agree with me and my opinions about pop culture actors movies everything (laughs) and that's a three-round game called quizzed in the face and i go up to people and i quiz them in the face and one of the lifelines quote unquote i don't know if we're allowed to use that phrase because a millionaire but whatever um uh one of the you know the ways people can ask for help is ask your surprise celebrity guest. And so we have Joan Rivers standing by in a limo, and we found a contestant. You know, I was going up to, you know, ladies of a certain age who I thought would be excited by Joan Rivers. Not that everyone wouldn't be, but, you know, I'm trying to go after Joan's core demo. Right. And um, so I approached this woman, and I say, and she didn't know the answer to a question. I said, you want to use your surprise celebrity guest? And she said, okay, bring them out. And then Joan is sitting there in a limo right next to us, and the door opens, and she pops out, and this woman... The contestant literally starts screaming. Oh, that's awesome. And, and, then, and then Joan comes and like stays for the whole rest of the game. And I'm not telling you, a, a huge crowd of middle-aged ladies on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, an ocean <laughs> of middle-aged ladies, for, like forms around us. And they all start playing the game with Joan and the contestant and me and yelling out answers. And people are trying to get Joan's autograph while we're playing the game like oh, in the middle geez. of the show. And uh, but it's a pretty great like New York moment. It's on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. That that's tonight on the show. And Joan's awesome. She's hilarious. I love she, Joan. She Rivers. takes the contestant's cell phone. The contestant immediately takes her cell phone out to like take pictures of Joan while we're on camera while we're playing the game. And Joan <laughs> takes it and puts it in her panties, like sticks it in her crotch and keeps it there. <sighs> you know, this is like a seventy-nine-year-old. Lady, it's it's hilarious. Well, it's not like your vagina falls off. I mean, you know, no, it's, like it's still no, anything it just gets caves bigger. In. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just yeah. drier. <laughs> drier. <laughs> <laughs> your vagina's dry now. <laughs> Joan's great. I'm I, sure her vagina's great. And I'm sure it's great. Moist. Yeah. Maybe we should hook her and Tim Gunn up. That's actually a good couple. <laughs> I mean, weirdly, I feel like they would work. That is actually she, a great She would couple. be a great alpha yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's your, it's like, it's like a great couple, but then they say, "Hey, we're getting married. Uh, it's in it's in the Bahamas." There you go. Oh, Fuck you. Like, I would go to a destination wedding for Joan Rivers and Tim Gunn. My chair just slid really far down. Tim Gunn Rivers. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Strap it on for Tim Gunn. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I love the episode of Louis' show where. That was amazing. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Great, all right. right. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was an amazing scene, though. Yeah. You know, when she tells him to remember the names of all the people that work at the club and 
That was a great. That was great. Uh, so who are you? Is there anyone? This we're almost at the end of our hour, but is there who who right now, pop culture wise, are you sort of fascinated with, or who do you think is about to? Who do you think is about, is about to self destruct? Um, I am wondering where where Monique went. Right. Monique won an Oscar. And it's now, the weird Oscar now curse. We don't see her. I am almost positive Monique has already like has sold that to a pawn shop for cash. Melted it down. <laughs> Have you seen her on Pawn Stars yet? No. Okay. <laughs> her leg hair has grown so large. I, I just want, don't see her anymore. I always wonder about the ones we're not hearing about. Like I you know, I know about George Clooney. That's nice. I saw the descendants very good. Good job. But I don't want to talk about that. I, I wonder like where did the others go this year? Like, you know, that's Do you why wonder why Joe Pesci didn't make movies for ten years? I wonder why. What I happened? don't know what happens. I wonder why I always have to see Marissa Tomei's tits in every movie. That I'm she fine does. with that. Although I like, I love I, no, Marissa Tomei. I know, I love her too. She's very hot. She likes to show off her nipples. She does. I was very I, like it. It was a great feeling where I was like, I think I like her more now than I ever did before. After the wrestler. I I think yes, yeah, since the wrestler and then Cyrus. I just oh, yeah. like, I was just like, oh, she's she's hot. She's so hot. She's so hot. Even yeah. I, I recognize that she's extremely hot. I saw her in, as a party in New York, and she's no spring chicken, Marissa Tomei. No, but she There's has that. She has that. Looks she has that sort of vibe where it's like, and I don't know her. I've never met her. I don't know anything about her. But it's almost like whatever. You co-hosted a show with her in the. <laughs> <90s>. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> My cousin yeah. Vinny, the game show, um, and uh, and so she has that sort of vibe of, you know, it's like. Like like a slightly crazy, yeah. where you would want to have sex with her because you're like she would destroy you, and the, she, but yeah. then you'd wake up the next morning and she'd be like she'd be carving hearts into your chest. Oh, <laughs> right. you know, I saw her at this party. It was like some after party for some play that opened in New York, and no one really dances at those things. It's like a theater party, and who cares? Everyone's just embarrassed to be there. And Marissa Tomei took to the dance floor and was like grinding up on some dude, and was really working it. I think she would. I think she would ruin a fella. I want to take the Marissa Tomei challenge. I challenge you, Marissa Tomei, to prove me wrong. <laughs> That's how he hits on every girl. No, <laughs> I don't hit on anybody. Um, but so I like my, who else am I thinking about? What, what so else? we know we we know we are seeing a lot less Neek. Uh, yeah, apostrophe Neek. 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 Yeah. I think that's the weird Oscar. There's like that weird Oscar curse where like yeah. someone Mira Sorvino, Mira Sorvino, C- Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, like they. I well, don't know. He's in Red Dogs. All right, okay. I'm sorry. Like no, you're right. Insist you see because there are black people in it. Uh, okay, Do I all have right. To see it's every red tails. movie with black people in it. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, all right. Is yeah. it red tails? Did you see what happened? Red, in tails, red yeah. tails. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Dogs. Red dogs. Red dogs. Oh, because he was in Snow Dogs. Snow, Snow dogs. dogs. I'm yeah, yeah. too confused. Over, not overboard. What was the uh, uh, the gay, boat trip? But where they pretended to be yeah, gay, gay on boat. the cruise. Oh, yeah. what a sophisticated tale. Yeah. That's probably one of those bummer ones where he probably shot it before, and then he won the Oscar. Like, we got to release this movie now. It's that like, was before no. its time, though, because Work It has really yeah. right. proven that that... Well, I think Boat Trip was really the some like it hot of our generation. <laughs> yeah. You know, that I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry's of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's not insulting at all to the gay community. No. Uh, I don't know what happens after the Oscar curse. I don't know if people just kind of go, all right, I'm going to take a break now. I've sort of made it. Or if... You just I get think, super precious about your film choices because you what you have. I think you think mm. you're hot shit, and you start saying no to things, and then people stop asking you. Oh, that's yeah. an interesting theory. Yeah, I, I guess oh, maybe. You want too much money now, or your agent fucks shit up for you because you're like an Oscar winner. We'll see what happens with Octavia Spencer. Right. The jury's still out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when is the jury coming back in? I don't know. They're eating sandwiches. Spike Lee is gonna get mad to find out I didn't see the help. Aww. Oh. Sorry. I didn't either. I, you know, I just I just don't see a lot of movies until they come out on. Well, Spike Lee was at Sundance because I was I like I said I was up there and he gave this whole speech, scream, you know, like he yelled at Chris Rock or something. Like that? Yeah, like he was just complaining about how few black movies there are at Sundance, and I agree. I was up there. The I Knicks. did not see many black people. I will say that. So he's right about that. But I mean, also. You're Spike Lee. You sit like courtside at the Lakers games. I think things are going okay for you. Well, mm. but it's also like. Do, is you know, is Sundance really the right place? Like there are probably better places for these movies if to screen. Anything about Sundance should be the Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, that's the heart. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I just, I've heard that Sundance now is just like ah, you don't want to go. It's like it's all tourists and it's all Quite like Comic Con. It's all just it's not like it used to be, man. <laughs> it's about the movies. Yeah, but Comic Con still has things about it that I that I still yeah, enjoy. No. I also, think he's I, been once. 
I yeah. <laughs> to Comic Con? I've been five times. I'd like to no, go to Comic Con. You should go to Comic Con. You should you should go to Comic Con. Yeah. Comic Con's great. Yeah, yeah, it's I a like lot of Sundance. fun. It was my first time. I, I just, weird. I just heard what happens is a lot of rich white people book their vacations during Sundance so they can see celebrities, and so it has become less about the movies and more about like. Why do they just come here and go to Whole Foods? Like someone said, oh, like when like Kim Kardashian was at Sundance, like why the fuck was Kim Kardashian anywhere near Sundance? Like what is the point of that? Parties, but but for Parties. artists, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I saw Aaron Paul there. Case closed. <laughs> Wait, is that good or bad? No, it's fine. All right. It was great. It was a high, it was a career highlight. Do you like Aaron Paul? Sure, why not? <laughs> do you, bad. What the fuck do I care? What are you watching? Do you watching any television stuff? Yeah, I watch uh, Louis. I love yep. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, I wa- oh my god, Portlandia. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, that is amazing. I always tell people, you know, watch my show, but if it's between my show and Portlandia, watch Portlandia. <laughs> That I just think Fred Armisen. I was like, star- I met him recently for the first time, and I was like, straw. Like, and he's just like the struck. sweetest guy oh, in the world. He's the sweetest man, but that show is so good. Yeah. Um, I love Portlandia, and I do like my show too. It's it's a nice, it's a it's a fun time. So what t- what day and time does your show air? Uh, Funnier Dies, Billy on the Street uh, airs. Th- uh, the new episodes premiere Thursdays at eleven. On Fuse, you can go to BillyOnTheStreet.com to see samples from the show and see how you can find Fuse if you don't know where Fuse <laughs> is. Um, they have a very helpful Fuse finder, and uh, that's it. And, and Fuse runs the shows a lot, and you should check it out. People like it, and I'm I'm grateful that people like it, and um, I'm just happy to be here. It's good. It's it's really it's really nice to have you on, and I I'm I think your I think your career tra- trajectory is going to have a nice. I mean, you're already doing it, but I think over the course of the next year, the more you just get in front of the right eyes, like oh. it's. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna. I think you got something, kid. Oh, thank you're you. are gonna. You're gonna be one of the greats. Is that, but you're gonna that what pop you up there. I Carmen and I used to have our pastrami sandwiches down there at the Canna's Deli, and I'm like, Carmen, someday, someday. you're gonna be big. First, you gotta fuck He's Prince backwards. That's why he sounds older back in the it's day. Like Benjamin Button. Yep, yeah, that's right. Um, I like when you say Carmen in that voice. I don't know if you're talking about Carmen or. Common, the rapper. Common. <laughs> common, you're going to be... Common and common. I wanted you guys to now get together. Yeah, it common is. and common. Common should fuck Tim Gunn. Yeah, why not? VH1 reality show waiting to happen. I'd imagine that'd be a boring lay. I think that would be an amazing reality yeah. show is if if Tim, Tim Gunn would have to sign on for it, but he couldn't be aware of what it was, and it was... The show was just trying to get someone to fuck him. This is great. And he, but and so it was just a lot of like hidden camera stuff of no, like that's a per- it should be that should follow Army Wives. Yeah, it should I? I absolutely I like agree. Betting, betting Tim Gunn, betting yeah. Gunn, or the Hallmark Channel. Yep, Martha Stewart didn't work out. So why not? Just show Tim Gunn getting fucked by Common every morning. <laughs> every Take morning. that, Kelly Ripa. <laughs> It'll be like the Blues Clues for adults. Like the same show five days in a row. Yeah, well, they, you know, you learn something different hey, hey, every day. It works, it works. <laughs> make it squirt. So we have Make It Squirt and we have Common and Tim Gunn doing a version of Blues Clues where they fuck every day. Carmen Electric could be like the Chewy. <laughs> no, no, no. No? The midget Chewy, right? Yeah, the midget Chewy. Oh, I thought oh, you meant Chewbacca. I sorry. Uh, I went to Chewbacca. That's okay. I was thinking, let's get Carmen in there if we've, after I've said I'm sorry. I meant little person internet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters. You know, yeah, you, I mean, you, you, you will probably, the more you do stuff, do people complain at you? Like, how could you say this? Or what are you saying? Or what did you do? You, you, don't, you mean you, like on Twitter and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, li- I'm shocked by this reaction because I, you know, I'm a human being. I don't want people to hate me, although I do have strong opinions and I stick by them. And I, I literally don't care if people hate me. I think there are going to be people that love me and people that hate me, and, and that's fine. But I am shocked by the amount of people who tweet me during the show because there's a lot of Twitter activity during the show, and I love like talking to the viewers while the show's airing and uh, on Twitter. And a lot of people say, oh, my God, I want to come to New York and have Billy Eichner scream at me. <laughs> and that is the weirdest reaction. But I... But it's so, and I, and it's great. I'm glad that they feel that way and that they like me and that they mm-hmm. want to see me. Um, but that... I'm just shocked. It's just, that's a kind of a fascinating thing. It's like, 
SNM in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a badge of honor. Like they see a guy that they like and they just want to be they just want to be kind of involved in some way. I so, but I, I love that reaction, but I think it's it's funny. It's a funny reaction. I think it's going to freak you out the first time you run up to someone and you try to fuck with them. They're like, "Oh my god, Billy Eichner!" Yeah. Oh, yell at me! And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, stop fucking up my show! <laughs> yeah, and run away. You can still make it work. Yeah, exactly. Make it, make it, make squirt. it squirt. There we go. <laughs> All right, cool. Billy Eichner, thank you for being here. Twitter, are you just at Billy Eichner on at Twitter? Billy Eichner, B-I-L-Y-E-I-C-H-N-E-R. Fantastic. Thanks for being here. And thank if you we, very much. If, I really love the show, and, and if, I'm honored to be here. Oh, thank you for being on it. If someone could tag Monique... Uh, just, just trap her with a tranquilizer gun and just tag her. Uh, we can track her, you know, like a, like a wild animal. And just no one should win an Oscar who has an apostrophe in their name. Yeah. Let's just agree on that. We need more Nick. Yeah, the guy, say. the guy etching the statue was like, really? They, they probably didn't even have an apostrophe. What is ridiculous about it is that you use you use an apostrophe if you're like syncopating a word or if you're shortening a word. Monique works fine without the apostrophe. No, no, yeah, her, yeah. actually, her name is Neek, but she's a bigger girl, so it's Monique. No, no, you're. Is that that's true? like no, I just made that's that up. like oh. that's like apostrophizing <laughs> Jonah. I believed it. That's like yeah. doing Joe apostrophe. No, yeah. like no, Jonah's already a name. You don't have to. Yeah. There's you don't you don't need an apostrophe I there. I think we need Monique in our lives. I think less Neek. I think way less Neek. Mm. Less Neek. That she should come back as less Neek. Yeah. That would be fun. If yeah. she loses a bunch of weight, she could she be less Neek. Yeah. It. I think it's going to happen. That, her talk show is terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you interview her now. I would love to interview Monique. What's your first question for Monique? How much did you get for the Oscar? <laughs> when you melted it down how, to gold, what was left? Cash for gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monique, if you're listening and you're not, I love you. All right. I've been different about you. No offense. I just haven't met you. and I, I, I think you should shave your legs. It's disgusting. I haven't really, you know, I've not seen a Monique comedy special where I'm like, oh, I want to go see that more often. The queen's a comedy, baby. I guess. I don't know. It's just like not my, saw, just not my that. voice. That's not my, it's not my taste. Doesn't mean she's a bad person. That's just my I opinion. Didn't say she was a bad. She's a bad person. Right. <laughs> the apostrophe ad. Oh, bad. Mm. All right, Billy Actor. It's great to see you. Thank and you. Uh, for me. enjoy a burrito, everyone. Goodbye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMyPC. Access your entire Mac or PC from your iPhone or iPad. Visit GoToMyPC.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code NERDIST. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new. Stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.